No, the podcast you're about to listen to is made by three idiots on the internet. This episode is only meant for entertainment purposes only. So we hope you have a good time listening. Enjoy the show. And welcome to Baka Talk, the podcast about anime, manga, and everything in between. I am Sir Boom, your host, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Pyrolus. I am two people. You did not hold up your fingers. I was confused for a moment. I don't have to hold up my fingers and count in my head. No, but to let me count, you do. I can't count in my head. I've only got three of us in here. <laughs> okay, anyways. And my other co-host, Wheeze. Am I supposed to say something? No. Okay. And Hi. yeah, so welcome to the podcast. I hope you guys have a good time listening. Our topic for today is going to be the most eccentric characters in anime. Top five. Our favorite eccentric characters in anime. Yes, our favorite. If we went most eccentric, that, that, we That'd would be have different. some weird That would be a yeah. lot bigger of a list. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know about you guys, but watching anime... Usually there's at least four in each anime I watch that are just like, you're yeah. not normal. You should not be like yeah. that. <laughs> that screen. You see my screen? I want you off it. Please. <laughs> no, that's just characters you hate. We already oh, did that yeah. once. But yeah, what do you guys think an eccentric character is? Someone who's like not normal. Obviously, like they are a little weird. They act out of the norm. Yeah. Have to have a little too many conspiracies. Yeah. Too Usually many... they have quirky things about them that they do. Something weird. Too yeah. many yeah. wifey Wear, wear a ho- like a top hat in the middle of like the yeah, desert. Yeah, like something very specific that they do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. So, how are you guys doing this week? Apparently I have allergies. You didn't know this before. Not really. No, I've never really had these symptoms until uh, just recently. Oh, uh, it might just be COVID. My chest hurts. <laughs> can you taste or smell? Yeah, I can taste and smell. All right, cool. That's not COVID. Yeah, I know that. That's why, like, I came here today. <laughs> I'm not gonna come. Like, yeah, man, I got COVID. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> Comes up to the door. Uh, I have to go home. You should just probably let you wash know. that. Yeah. <laughs> just burn down the house. So you have allergies. Anything else cool happen? I might have to order a new uh, receiver for my RPK. Why? Because I got it in, and I uh, think I the flat like got bended wrong oh. or something. Because I started drilling a hole, and the hole got drilled weird. And I don't really feel comfortable uh, shooting it. Yeah, because it could explode. More of the the rear trunnion that holds the stock. More like if I shot that, that could uh, bust off, and yeah. I could get the hurts. That would suck. A little bit. So I think I'm going to have to just bite the bullet in my next paycheck by a new receiver. How much are they? They used to be like $20, and now they're 50 hey, Thanks, President Biden. Yeah, he's making it pretty hard to buy gun parts. Yeah, just a wee bit. Yeah. Plus, it's just like gun sales in America have gone up exponentially. Well, this is completely different. This is just because of the uh, the new regulations Biden's oh. been putting in. Is he putting tariffs on stuff? Not tariffs per se, but he's making it like people have to do it harder and stuff because like the receivers are american-made receivers they're just steel that you get in just oh. cut the flat out you know why it could also just because the steel sales are extremely high right now either way that's because of biden i guess so <laughs> the policies he's removed rather than replaced all right yeah and there goes half of our audience base how are you doing we oh, there we go. i'm doing fine i had a good week yeah cool yeah. do anything fun 
Mm, I watched a fender car, bender a happen. Yeah, a small car crash. You never finished the story I about the burritos. Did laugh. Oh yeah. So I got home and I put um hot picante sauce on my burritos. Oh, and that's them. nice. Okay. Picante sauce. What yeah. is that? It's like you know salsa, but it's like more liquidy. Yeah. It's good. I only like chunky salsa. Oh. Well, this is like liquidy salsa. Yeah. But it's good. It's it's used for like burritos and stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. It's it's not like you dip chips in it. Although I have done that because we had picante sauce instead of salsa. And you're desperate. Pretty much stays the same. Yeah. Yeah. And your burritos were good. Yeah, my burritos were good. It's good. They weren't the best burritos ever, but they were decent. I don't I have a 50/50 with mcdonald's breakfast burritos yeah i love them so much that even on the worst days i still like them but really when they're good they're freaking good the only thing i can get from mcdonald's is um the sausage egg mcgriddles and now it's just the mcgriddles because the sausage is getting too greasy for mcgriddles me. are good too i don't i don't know i have a hard time eating anything from mcdonald's for breakfast because yeah. like i always get it and it's always cold Really? Huh. Yes. Every I've single time. An issue. I've gone to multiple different McDonald's and tried to eat them, and it's always been cold. I don't huh. care if I get like a breakfast burrito, huh. a McGriddle, whatever. No matter what I eat at McDonald's, I end up feeling like crap. It's just that the McGriddle feels, just tastes good enough to where I'm okay with it. Yeah. Huh. But not anymore. It's getting too greasy. I usually don't feel like crap if I eat breed breakfast burritos. Although if I do have like a sandwich or a burger from McDonald's, sometimes it'll make me feel sick. Yeah. yeah. But usually Burger King's way worse for that for me. I just cut out fast food altogether. Yeah. Mm. Between all the horror f- stories I've heard, the only place I really go is Arby's. I'll go to Arby's, Arby's and I'll good. go to Subway. That's about it. Subway because I can watch too. them. Yeah. Make my food. And I yeah. worked at Subway, so I kind of know what to get, what not to get. Yeah. Like uh, PSA to everybody, don't get the seafood. It's not seafood. <laughs> it's not. It is seafood. It's just not the highest <laughs> quality seafood. Put more lettuce on Can that sandwich maker. That? Can I get in trouble for saying that? No. no. Okay, cool. It's not like you still work there. No, I don't. It's not like I just didn't know. I, I didn't necessarily look at the like employee contract I signed. I didn't know if there would like, be an NDA or nah. whatever on like, bad talking subway. <laughs> I mean, they can't confirm that you work there and sign a contract, so it's just hearsay. That's true, because I don't have my real name. Yep. Exactly. Suckers, it's take just that subway. Hey, there's also like multi-part videos on subway that became super, super popular. That is true. Blew all the secrets of Subway. I that think the only thing about Subway that I like is the uh, Herbert's lemonade. That I is have good. had that. That's pretty good. I didn't. They didn't have that when I worked there, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Because... I like mixing all the lemonades together. Yeah, because I'm. You know, My favorite part is I can always just be like, put one more pickle on that sandwich maker. <laughs> I always hated it when people were like, I just want two thin lines of mayo. I'm like, come on, this this bottle only squirts one type of line of mayo i want you to take the top off of that mayo dump the mayo on and then take it off with a knife so that it's a perfect thin layer across the entire sandwich when i go to get food especially at places like subway and stuff i try to not be that person that just (laughs) is the most awful part of the day i'm just like yeah just uh get that i guess i never really had awful people like i had a couple really annoying customers but i never had anybody awful that's good the thing is it's just it kind of builds up throughout the day when you're working at subway because at first it's just somebody asking for like something ridiculous like three black olives yeah and the next customer is just like i want like two like pickles or something like that and it's just it's one weird request on top of the other by the time you get like towards the end of your like 10 hour shift (laughs) you're just like i want to like, literally hang myself with this sub right now. How much would it cost for you to put this cat in my shop? <laughs> <laughs> he 
Here's the pizza and live cat you ordered. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't order pizza, above It's the cat you're in Charlotte. You're still alive, right? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. How are weeks were going? So, yeah, you had a good week, Weeks? Yeah, I yeah. had a good week. I had a pretty you? good week That's for good. once. For once, I thought every week that you saw my face was a good week. Eh, it's 50-50. All right. My life's pretty 50-50. That's fair. Yeah. Changes on the flip of a coin. Yep. But yeah, I had a good week. It's extremely freaking hot out here. Yeah. I hate it. It's so humid that you feel like you're swimming through the air. I want it to rain. I do too. And it rains a little bit, then stops, like teasing. It's like, yes. no. It's so annoying. It's very annoying. Especially when you work in a place that you have to work indoors and there's no AC. It's awful because like where I work, there's no AC unless you go inside the office. Yeah. But like the garage area the all the bay doors are open it's just it's so humid we'll put papers out there and within 10 minutes they're damp yeah yep i'm good. literally working with like cardboard boxes all the day and they are wet oh, like they they ew. act like they're yeah. wet it's so stupid it's not fun anyways let's get to our topic 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 so yeah we're going over our top five favorite eccentric characters in anime so we kind of went over what a eccentric character is. It's just a very unorthodox character that acts different, talks different, or most of the time thinks very different than the main group of characters. Yes. Um, one thing I find is funny is you might have an eccentric character in one anime, and then if you just transported that character to a different anime, it'd be like totally normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I was looking at some of my characters and like, I have one character, spoiler alert, I have one character from Attack on Titan. And if you just transfer her to, like, a slightly different, like, anime, she'd be totally normal. Hmm. But yeah. So what is, what is, a let's start with yeah, their number, start with number five. Yeah. Who's first? Who wants to go first? Should we do rock, paper, scissors? No. <laughs> oh. You choose, boom, you're the host. All right. How about you go first, Pyrolis? All right. Uh, number five, Hina Sato. <laughs> Hina Sato. Hina yeah. Sato. From? She's from The Day I Became God. Well, Became a God. Oh, okay. That's a newer one. Yeah, she's nice. the little pink-haired girl. Um, She's eccentric because she just... I don't really want to spoil the story because it is a newer anime. Yeah. But she just basically acts eccentric. She, she spoke in, in the English dub anyway. She speaks in ye old tongue. And she knows when anything is going to happen at any given moment. Isn't she the one that claims that she's God? Yes. Okay. She claims she probably, that, that's the whole premise of the start the of the, the show. Anime. She claims that she is a God. Not God, but a God. Right. She probably speaks in like old traditional Japanese in the yeah. titles, I'm guessing. But she uh, acts like a God. And uh, whenever, like, for example, the main character, his name translates like god of sun or something and samuel's yeah. family it's like god of something she like freaks out like i'm the actual god here but i don't have a god name it's just hina sato <laughs> and she's like freaks out over it and she's just very lively so she's literally the definition of god complex yes okay i'm guessing the anime goes through the whole things where like weird things happen to make it seem like she actually is god you have to find out oh, okay I'm going to say that because I don't want to like spoil it, but I, it's... I searched Hina Sato 
the day I became God. And I got this about thing that's about the, the character. And as it goes on, I'm like, what the heck? And I realize is, oh, this is advertising a Nendroid. <laughs> it's like she comes with three facial expressions. I was like, this character only has three facial expressions. There's a Nendroid? I yes. might get that Nendroid. Nendroids are awesome, they dude. They are. They have them for like everything. Yeah, I got my Elkabir entire one. I want to get the entire um, Steinsgate Secret Lab. Oh, that'd be so sweet. Except for Shining Finger. Why not? You could just have her as like the dead character on the ground. I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. I just have her like hung by a rope on the my dresser door. <laughs> wow, okay. Yikes. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't like her either. I wouldn't buy an android of her. Neither would I. So what's the most prominent part that makes her eccentric? Basically the fact that she the way she speaks and the fact she can predict anything. And obviously her clothes, if you've seen her, she wears like this, these old, uh... Yeah, she kind of like the nun outfit. Yeah. Out. Yeah. So, <laughs> those three just pretty eccentric. As soon as you see her, you're like, yeah, it's not normal. Okay. Cool. All right, Weez, what's your number five? My number five you is... You didn't do the voice. My number yeah. five is Rohan Kishibe. Kishibe? His name's Rohan. 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 That sounds Nordic. He, he's a JoJo character. Oh, okay. He's from part four. He is a, a manga artist. Cool. And he's he has this ability. Um, I don't remember the name of the ability, but it opens your skin up like a book, and then he can peel the pages back and read your entire life story. That's weird. So, And then he can also edit stuff, so he can add things so like... So he can change your memories and stuff? I don't think he can change your memories, but he can add things like you will never attack me. And then they just can't physically do anything to him. Oh, okay. So his power is incredibly busted because he he could actually like have ha, like right in the future, like you're going to go rob a bank and like murder three people and you would have to do it because yeah. of the ability. Or simply in three seconds, you die of heart attack. But he huh. is so obsessed with being the greatest manga artist and like storyteller that he won't like um change a person other than making them not like attack him because he wants like the purity of their experiences so he can make like more realistic people and characters in his manga that is weird i so he won't change people unless it makes them more realistic to his story like he won't change them at all he'll only change that they won't attack him okay and then if he finds someone that like doesn't have anything interesting in their life he just like won't bother with them he's kind of an antagonist but he doesn't really like do much right so basically he's just like this person might do me harm so i'm just gonna like so, write them yeah. out of my life what he did was, um, like, the stand users came to his house, and he, like, used his ability and then just wrote, you can't attack me, and then just started reading through their life. Yeah. And so then they were like, this person's, like, he's basically kidnapped them. So they, like, try to fight back, and they can't because his power is so right. busted. Huh. So he just, like, reads their life and... That's it? Yep. Wow. You know That's be... JoJo. Oh. Yeah. You know what would be really weird, though? Huh. If while he was running their lives, he was one of those people that licked his fingers for flipping certain pages. So he like, licked their finger, licked his finger, then just like flipped the page and that was in their, that was their body and just. That, uh, <laughs> that, as a germaphobe, that's just. That's so, uh, it's gross on too many levels. Just keeps on flipping. Oh, <laughs> oh this page is a little stuck. That's a 
<laughs> but he's super. I always hated when I saw people at the library do that. Yeah, very much just like I'm just like, why? It's like this you, is why we have COVID, people. Do you know how many other people have probably done that before you? And now you got their germs on you. I know. And now you're looking there. It's like you. It's like I could barely go to a restaurant, like um fast food re- or yeah. not fast food, um buffet ref- restaurants. Yeah. I always had a hard time going there, cause like you would see people like duck under like the the sneeze glass they duck yeah. under it they grab stuff with their hands and you're just like you are a disgusting human being the thing i'm happy with this with the covid going on is the fact that we have to wear gloves and masks uh, for, i actually okay buffets. i prefer that yeah, yeah we went to the buffet restaurant yep. during when we we're opening up from covid and yep. like it was awesome you had to wear gloves it was amazing like yeah. i mean i don't necessarily want to wear a mask all the time but you had to wear a mask like i say that's pretty legit to get food wear a mask definitely gloves too yeah like because i don't know what you've touched i don't know where you're sneezing i don't know what you're doing there is a reason why there is the sneeze guard like that is specifically doesn't help it doesn't help when there's people that don't care or people that sneeze in the hands and proceed to grab the chicken yeah yeah, no i i very much like the gloves and then the mask regulation on the the face i wish they did that sooner Mm -hmm. it would have been a lot cheaper for them too yep well, anyways, there's a lot of um, very eccentric characters in part four of JoJo. JoJo one, is just full of eccentric it is. characters. One like is you... even a chef. Oh, really? That's that, cool. That's yeah, he's really cool. But yeah, the the other thing that's weird that's like he he's really extreme. He's like kind of prideful, just over the top. Yeah, yeah. Is, is. the chef stand Chef Boyardee? No, huh. but he's like. There's a scene where him and Josuke are playing a game and his house is on fire and he won't like stop to like do anything about his house being on fire because he's so obsessed with winning this game the against the main the character, the the uh, mangaka guy. Yeah. So he's like really extreme. He's like super rich because he he sells like some of the biggest manga in the world. Okay. And so like everybody kind of knows that he's super famous. Like when you first meet so him, it's just Sam... like, oh dang, the per- this yeah. like super famous guy lives in our town. So this might be a spoiler for Joe, but are for Jojo, but are stands um known to the world? Or are they just like I a secret thing? Don't think so. No. So I think they're, they're a pretty, secret. They're thing, pretty right? hidden. Yeah. Okay. Another question: Can he open himself up? I don't think so, but no. I don't know. He's that, never that'd be tried that. I know. Open of. himself up, most popular monk ever. Poses. <laughs> Maybe that's what he did. I don't know. Would it work that way? Like, would he become the most popular? Or would he just strive to be the most popular? At I that think point? it would. I mean, either way, like maybe work. he would make it would make him the most popular eventually. Yeah. But like, like whatever he writes in the thing, the person would do. So I'm not sure. Like how extreme the power is, but it seems pretty busted. He like doesn't use it at all because he right. just wants the authentic experience of their lives. But he could do some messed up stuff with it. So literally, he's just like the editor. That doesn't really want to edit. Yeah. Okay. He like but... he just reads everything for um inspiration. He just yeah. reads people's like ideas and then it's like, oh man, you're such a great character. I can use you in your manga in my manga. I can use your life experiences hmm. in That's this cool. uh, story. Copies but, DL yeah. makes Jojo. He's Jojo really becomes a Jojo reference. <laughs> he's really great. I love him. He's he's super funny. I love when his house is on fire and he's like playing this game with the main character and he's just like, dude, your your house is on fire. We, we can quit this game. And he's like, no, I need to find out how you're cheating because I know you're cheating. <laughs> what if that's just the creator of Jojo? That it manga could be. I, I did see an interview with the creator of Jojo about Rohan. It's like, is he you? And he's like, no. <laughs> i'm not that crazy no yeah. wink wink nudge nudge <laughs> but yeah rohan's great 
Cool. I really like it. So my number five is um, Frankenstein from Soul Eater, or as a lot of people just call him as Stein. Nice. So this is a character in Soul Eater. Um, he is what he sounds like. He is just the Frankenstein monster. Yeah. But instead of like being made or anything, as far as you know, he's just he's experimented on himself to oh. the point where he kind of has uh, a gear through his head. So he has like a bolt and a gear through his head that he can just kind of turn. He's the teacher. So like he? random. Yeah, he, he becomes a teacher. OK, I thought so. So it's funny how you meet Stein in Frankenstein in, in Soul Eater. How you meet the Frankenstein in Soul Leader is the three main characters are sent to find out why one of their old teachers has become a zombie and yeah. is now like murdering people. <laughs> so they go to the they go to the graveyard, they fight their old teacher, and like during fighting their old teacher, they find out that um their their old teacher was turned into a zombie by Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to Frankenstein's house to confront him because this is all part of like their class assignment, right? Because yeah. this is all part of their assignment to become Reapers. And they start fighting Stein. Well, Stein is literally just messing with them. Like he starts like saying that he's going to like capture Maka, which is the main character, and like do experiments on her and stuff. Mm -hmm. He's like teasing black star because black star can use like different powers because he's more powerful soul and stuff mm. starts teasing him and stuff like that like oh yeah you got good abilities and then just like totally shuts down all of his abilities because he's like <laughs> way like 10 more leagues above him and then like with um oh wait no death isn't in this part yet i don't think if i remember right it's just a black star and Maka. But anyways, those two just totally get wiped out by Stein. And at the very end, he acts like he's about to kill them both, right? Because yeah. he's like totally just like mind shocked Maka because he literally was about to like dissect her. Yeah. So she's just on the ground like shocked. And um Soul, her partner, is like protecting her of his life and stuff like that. Like about to die for her. And then Stein just stops and he's like, oh, congratulations, you passed your test. <laughs> So it's just like all set up through their school that he was just going to test them by making one of their old dead teachers a zombie. And he's in the in the anime the rest of the time, the zombie teacher. Yeah. And then Stein comes back to school as a teacher now and is their teacher now. So not only did he like traumatize them by like messing with their heads and stuff, but now he's their teacher. That's amazing. And like throughout the anime and stuff, he has to deal with like in anime itself madness and insanity is like a big part of it because mm. it deals with like calmness of the soul and stuff and he's a very chaotic soul so like throughout the whole thing he's dealing with being coming insane and stuff like that mm -hmm. but he's just a really wacky character like there's every single time he enters the classroom he's sitting on his chair right mm -hmm. and no matter how many times he does it but every single time he does it he's sitting on his chair he wheels backwards into the into the classroom mm -hmm. and every single time he hits the gap of the, of the door and just falls down <laughs> and every single time he does that and then like every single time he's doing that he's reading a book so he's flying backwards into the door falls down reading the book and he just tells all the students now turn the chapter seven as, <laughs> as, as he, he doesn't even get up he's just like laying backwards on the um floor that's the kind of teacher i aspire to be and like every single time he starts getting confused or he starts like trying to think yeah. he has this giant gear in his head and he just starts turning it and cranking it like he's trying to like 
go through his thoughts. And yeah. it's, it's weird. He's got the vibe or... of the guy who like falls through the ceiling in that one like store video and then just like, yeah. hey, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he's like, too. And it, he's like the most powerful um, Meister as well. Yeah, because like he was able to handle um, Death Scythe, which mm. is actually the Grim Reaper's weapon. Mm. He's the one that actually helped get Death Sight to the Grim Reaper status right. or the Grim Reaper weapon status. Yeah. And like he goes up against some of the hardest villains. But at the same time, he's a good guy. But at the same time, he's also dealing with all the insanity. So mm. like he goes insane. He's at the chaotic. End good, basically. Yeah, he's very chaotic. Good. And like. Death Scythe was his partner for such a long time, but he got traumatized because he kept on waking up in the middle of the night and Stein was like over him with like a scalpel and a marker, <laughs> like marking his body where he's going to do experiments on him. He was just like, you know how many times I had to stitch myself up because he was starting to cut me open. It's <laughs> like, okay. But he yeah, sounds amazing. He'd be a great dad. He is a great character. He is funny as all get out. But yeah, that's my number five. Nice. That's that's pretty great. I remember him slightly from the manga. He is great in the manga. I haven't. I stopped reading the Soul Eater manga and I started reading something else. But when I got, I got to like my favorite part for yeah. him. So, but yeah, it's pretty fun. What's your number four, um, Pyrolus? Because I uh, just about forgot your name. That's fine. I, at least you know me as a Pyrolus, not. What was it that he called me? Oh, um, Py, um, or. Pyloris? Something like that. Like Pyloris? Yeah, Pyloris. Yeah. The Pylors. Lore of Pi. Um, for me, number four would probably be Harna from uh, Kodawa Zombie Desuka. Okay. In English, is this a zombie? She's the magical uh, garment girl. Oh, okay. So she's the one that's focused on using the chainsaw powers. And if she can't do it, she forces Ayamu, the zombie of the story, to uh, dress up as a magical garment girl. Yeah. And she's pretty funny. This one time, for his lunch, she makes him nothing but eggs. Why? Because that's all she knows how to make. But they <laughs> taste really good. And then she proceeds to like, make him nothing but eggs. Okay. And then she's one of those characters that instead of admitting she did something wrong, it's like, no, I can make other things, just that my eggs are genius. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you're oh, eating. that's great. Yeah. So no. she's just a very know-it-all character? She's one of those know-it-all characters, yeah. yeah despite being very uh, scatterbrained. So what makes her eccentric? Well, Besides for being a magical girl with a chainsaw. This one time, she had to go get... Uh, the reason why she's on Earth is to get Kyoto Tofu for a teacher. Yeah. She forgot that she was getting Kyoto Tofu until it was mentioned. She's like, oh yeah, I was supposed to get Toe Jam or something? <laughs> so she's just scatterbrained. She's very scatterbrained, okay. which adds to the eccentricism. So she was sent down to Earth to get Tofu, but yes. instead loses her powers? Yes, because she ends up uh, fighting a one of those monsters. Yeah. And then when she goes to try and make uh, Aimu forget, she loses her powers there. And he, <laughs> like, steals her powers. Oh, wow. On accident, so it goes from there. That's funny. Yeah. That's great. And she's forced, he is forced to let her live with him. Yeah. And just, it adds on and piles and That's piles. like if Ryuk accidentally dropped the death note instead of purposefully did it. And then we're yeah. just like, oh, crap. Wait, Basically. he did accidentally drop it, though. <laughs> yeah. It's more like if someone stole Ryuk's yeah, death note. Someone... And he was like, crap. He was like walking around with it, like writing down names. And then Light's just like, hey, a floating notebook and grabs. And he's like, oh, crap. And <laughs> instead of uh, taking <laughs> apples, he's making apples. And it's the only thing he knows how to make. And he says, those are the best <laughs> yeah. apples ever. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. That was pretty funny. Yeah. That's cool. I want to watch the anime. It sounds funny. It is funny. I very much enjoy it. Yeah. I should, did show you guys like the first five minutes of yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it looks cool. Yeah. It looks cringy, but it definitely looks cool. It, it is definitely has those cringe moments. Yeah. But I'm hoping for a third season. Let's go. All right. How about yours, Weez? Um, I have, I don't have much to say about this, but Lloyd from Code Geass. Like, Lloyd is a retard in the bridge, so I, I understand. <laughs> i i can't he's hilarious like every scene he's in he makes me laugh um, also whenever you say lloyd i just think of the green ninja this from, guy um ninjago <laughs> this guy is freaking hilarious he's funnier in the actual show than he is in the abridge yeah. really like especially because because the show is like more serious too yeah like his like chaotic comedy like makes it really funny okay but he like he doesn't really care that much about what's going on. He just wants to do his science experiments. He has zero... He's the Earl of Pudding. And so he has some, like, high up, like, royalty status and stuff. So he gets in, like, this arranged marriage with um, one of the people at, like, the class that, like, all the main characters go to. Yeah. But he has, like, no interest in romantic stuff at all. So he's, like, just engaged to her for being engaged for, like, the like whatever the status status. yeah and so like at the near the end she like breaks it off with him and he just does not care at all (laughs) and so and he's just like takes everything in stride he's he's really funny so this man's was a fiance do minor and then it got broke off and he just yes yeah but it sounds like this it sounds weird, but I think isn't this like an old fashioned kingdom type of thing where like they married young? It kind of is. It was like a political thing. The way I see it, there was a table involved in this show, so this is much no, better. That was a totally different character. Yeah, but, I know, but yeah, I'm still yeah, saying that, that was, the show in general, that, there's still a table involved. Yeah. You're not but, wrong. Imagine but, yeah. that love triangle losing to a table. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was a rectangle. The table. Oh, I know it was a rectangle. <laughs> I mean like a love triangle, like Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. So yeah, that that's Lloyd. He, I, I want to rewatch the show because I can't really remember much of his lines, but I do remember him being hilarious. Nice. I remember his lines, but I do remember him being hilarious. Yeah, that just sounds like a drunk frat party. I don't remember <laughs> what I did last night, but it was fun. Proceeds to look at the pictures and you just get arrested. I actually don't remember what I did last night. I think I was no, I do remember. Uh, I was. Working. I know what you did last night. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, my next one would be, um, Satoru Gojo. Goju. Gojo. Don't the, the main character from um Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen character. Um. So Satoru. Um, he's not the main character, but he's the main sensei. Mm. And like, so what makes him eccentric is he is so much more powerful than any character in that show that he just does whatever he wants. Oh yeah, I've heard about him. So like, there's the principal of the school, and then there's Gojo. So like, he just sits however he wants, acts however he wants. He just messes with the teacher whenever he wants. Does he have a blindfold on twenty four seven? Yes. Oh, until okay. he actually uses his full power and then he takes the blindfold off. Oh, okay. Because I think it's not explained yet in the anime, but I think his curse technique has something to do with his eyes. Would he beat One Punch Man? Um. 
Yes. Would he? Yes, because his domain, his ultimate crystal technique is the infinite void, which is where people cannot touch him. He cannot get touched. They cannot interact with anything. It's just infinite nothingness. Too bad he didn't have this character known when we were doing our janky S rank uh, tier list. <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> I think I specifically did not put him on there because he's like, would beat anybody. No, we could pull out some bullcrap together to get him beat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we could. We did other things. But yeah, he's just, he's really <laughs> eccentric with the fact that um, everybody else in the school believes that the main character, the main character is a vessel for like one of the biggest demons ever. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all trying to keep him from like consuming more and more of the fingers of this demon because there's, I think the demon had 20 fingers, whatever. Consuming fingers? Yes. So, Butterfinger. The, so there's all that's left of the demons, the fingers, right? Yeah. And they're all linked together. So, like, if you put all the fingers together in one vessel, the demon re- would return. All right. And. Satoru is um, trying to get that to happen for whatever reason. He's trying to make this character more powerful by having him take more of the fingers. Well, everybody else is just trying to kill the main character because they, do, they don't want the demon in return. I don't know. With but, everything else in anime I've seen that involved fingers, when you say eat fingers, I like my mind goes places. Yeah, probably to Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, more like high school. Oh, yeah. That kind of finger eating. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of finger torture in anime, too. There is. Maybe the Japanese have something with hands. Yeah. Leave my Yubi Yubis alone. <laughs> Yubi Yubi. Yubi But anyways, I don't know. I find that he's really funny too. Just like the things he does. And he messes with his students too. Alright. Like, um, there's this one time where one of his students was um talking to a girl. Yeah. And like the two other class students were like kind of like hackling him and stuff because he was talking to a girl. And then his his um sensei comes up behind him dressed like as flamboyant as possible gay <laughs> he's just like hey honey what you doing and just like the girl just like walks away and he's like i was about to get her number thank you for <laughs> just like that type of messing around with yeah like, i don't know he's amazing funny. honestly i might do that to you if you start talking to a girl uh, please don't, because I have very few chances in life. Yeah, she's got to be able to handle me if she's going to survive with you. That is true. Like, she has to be able to handle my friends before she... I did that with me. Wheeze. I'm doing it with you. <laughs> hey, his uh, girlfriend stuck around, so... Yeah, this might be saying, hey, say one more time, but slower. <laughs> but yeah, that's my um, number four, so... Nice. Oh, that means my number three. Um, I think before we go to the last three, we should probably take a break. That is a good idea. Add time. So yeah, we'll go to add time. We'll try to pay some non-existent bills with some non-existent money. Let's go. Yay. We'll catch you all on the other side. We're using American dollars. Add time. And we're back. We are back. We're on number three, right? Yeah, we're on number three. All right. So yeah, we had a good, uh, I was going to say we had a good breakfast, but it's uh, yeah, currently it a, 10 it o'clock at night. It was a great night. breakfast. I had ice cream. Yeah, we had ice cream. That's what I meant to say. No, I had breakfast. You had breakfast? Yeah. Knowing you, you probably had breakfast because you just woke up at like 6 o'clock or something. Yeah. So, number three? Yeah, number number three. three. Goblin Slayer. Yeah. That, He's very eccentric. He is the most eccentric. Not character. really any um explanation, explanation there. Yeah. Just... Just slaying goblins. Slaying, that's all he thinks about. She's like, 
double the slaying goblins and ignoring his harem. <laughs> if you uh, try to get him to do anything other than slaying goblins, he will ignore you. Wow. Like, literally not to get weird, but he was, like, in bed with two, like, fully unclothed women. Didn't give a crap. He just no. wanted to go slay more goblins. Yeah, more he woke goblins. up, got out of bed, got dressed, like, okay, goblin time. <laughs> yeah. Literally. He about died. It took two naked women to heal him. And he just wanted to go back in the sewers and kill goblins. Yeah. Nice. Like, he just gives what no chance. Like, this man, apparently he's pretty handsome when he took off his helmet, but he just doesn't care. He's like, yeah. Goblin time. <laughs> they, they literally had to ban him from using fire after he burnt down a whole fort. <laughs> he used a teleportation uh, a teleportation scroll to teleport the bottom of the ocean to where he's at. To kill an orc. And, not an orc. A, uh, oh, a hobgoblin. It, no, it wasn't hobgoblin. It was like uh, some sort of oni or whatever. Wasn't it, was, it a demon? It was one of the demon lords, like, ge- I, top I generals. Was, I thought it was just a hobgoblin. No, it was one of the demon lords' generals. Oh, was That's it? That's why I was like... You're an orc. You're a goblin. I'm not a goblin. It oh. sounds like something a goblin would say. <laughs> That's amazing. So I just teleported to the bottom seafloor and cut him in half. He's like, yeah. This is the dude in the world where like everything's decided by the gods. He just rolls his own dice. Mm, yeah. Because he hates goblins. He's that RPG player. It's like, what do I need for a critical? A six. And I just flipped the dice. So I got a six now. <laughs> his life is literally based on... Killing goblins. Yeah. He breathes, eats, sleeps the death of goblins. That's amazing. Like, he'll kill the women. Well, there's no women. He'll kill the old, the young, and the uh, mediocre. Doesn't Just matter how goblins. he does it. As long as he kills them. He, he, well, this one time, he had the priestess. Like, you know how the, the shields are normally to protect people? Yeah. He had her cast a shield over the uh, goblin den. And just killed them from smoke inhalation. Because yeah. they couldn't get out of the shield and neither could the smoke. So he just like smoked them to death. Wow. Do you know what a beholder is from um, D&D? The giant tentacle eye thing? Okay, yeah. Um, there was one of those like in the dungeon. And I don't know why it was there. They haven't said that part in the anime. Yeah. Yet. But he killed it with flour. Because the thing shot lasers. So he just put a bunch of flour in the room. Had the priestess lady <laughs> seal up the room with like a, a sealant spell. And... The, the beholder shot in laser and just exploded on the <laughs> yeah. flower. That's amazing. Yeah. He's like, very knowledgeable. Yeah. And just weird. Like, he won't take off his helmet usually. Mm. Like, he takes off his helmet once and, like, everybody freaks out. They thought, they had, like, had a betting pool going. I'm like, oh, I thought he was a girl. Yeah. Or they thought, <laughs> they thought he was, like, a really old dude or, like, had, like, no face or something like that. That's great. And he doesn't yeah. even take it off to really eat. He just, like, waits for everyone to sleep. Then he's like, goblin time. Yeah. <laughs> nice he has his helmet off in the morning so like the, his childhood friend and the one yeah, guy could see it yeah like as soon as he got to work it wasn't coming off yep because goblins can strike at any time anywhere wow even the tables are goblins <sighs> everything can be a goblin goblin defeat your inner goblins <laughs> that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> don't take him to yoga class <laughs> <laughs> Today we will defeat our inner goblins. Pulls out sword. I will get the goblins. <laughs> Starts stabbing himself. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. It's just a reference. It's a metaphor. I will get the metaphor goblin. <laughs> <laughs> he will do anything, kill him. What's crazy though is that like he was raised by a goblin. Yeah. To kill other goblins. Yeah, that's kind Dang. of a anime spoiler a little bit. Is it? It's pretty much told. It's just not told outright. So. I'm more of caught up with the manga, so I don't know yeah. what anime is at right now. Is there a second season yet? Uh, it's confirmed, but it's not in... It might be in production, but it's not like set to release yet. Well, ignore what I said about the being raised by the Gabos. Did you watch the movie yet? 
I did not know there was a movie. Yeah, there's the Winter Crown or Goblin's Crown or something like that. I know what I'm downloading. Yeah, it's pretty good. I watched it. Let's see what part of the handmaid's based in. Now there's not. Uh, it's, it's it's um, it's a smaller arc. So like you have the first arc, yeah. which takes place into first season, and then supposedly there's like a smaller arc. Okay. So they do the movie to complete the smaller arc, and then there's the bigger arc. I do need to catch up too. on the manga. What what happens with my manga reading is uh, I'll get a new phone, and yeah. I just lose track. Yeah. All right, Weez, what's your number three? My number three is Hisoka from Hunter Hunter. That makes so much sense. The, that's your, only your number three? That's only my number three. Dude. Is that the cat girl or the lady that has the pretty face when she does her hair up? Neither of that those. That is the thing oh. that has the... Um, this is the jester. The density of bubble gum and uh, rubber. Yeah, yeah. He, see, um, uh, bungee gum has both the properties of rubber and gum. Whoa. Yeah. It's pretty busted. How does he chew that? Uh, he does. He like manifests it in an aura. Is his aura? Oh, he doesn't chew that. And Sounds like it's a, a shield. It's kind of does a million things. It's pretty busted. He can like stick it to you, and then like stick the rest of his aura to like a rock. And unless you use like the Nen ability to see what he's doing, you won't even realize why a rock is just like flying at your face. Whoa. Yeah. I like it because if you run far enough, it just like slingshots it to you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So wow. he can just like do all kinds of crazy things with it. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, bungee gum. And of course, it's pretty self-explanatory why he's eccentric. Yeah, he's like a clown. He gets uh, like really super happy about fighting people. Really Especially super children. happy. He does like Gon a lot because he wants him to grow up to be a great fighter and then fight him when he's worth killing. He's also obsessed with Crollo Lucifer, which I am also because he's amazing and wants to fight him super, super badly. And like he, he just loves fighting people so much. He's like super interested in that, but he's also just like very chaotic and weird about yeah. it. He's very like creepy and He's like sometimes he's kind of like helps the main characters because he doesn't want them to die before they're ready for him to fight. Um, his also like main goal is just to fight Crollo Lucifer, who's the main uh, leader of the Phantom Troop. And huh. uh, it's not I mean, it's an old anime, but at the end of the York New City arc, he goes to fight Crollo Lucifer, but. Karapika used an ability that made it so he couldn't use any of his abilities and if he did he would die and so he had to like look for someone who would take away uh that ability so that he could use his abilities again side quest and so Hisoka like finally meets up with him after so long of trying to get alone for a one-on-one -on -one fight because he always had people around him yeah he finally gets him alone for a one-on-one -on -one fight and he's like okay you're gonna fight me and he's just like uh, you don't really want to fight me. I can't use any of my abilities. You'll just like kill me. And Azoka just like, oh, and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So he's so chaotic. You never really know what he's going to do. Like sometimes he helps. Sometimes he hinders. Sometimes he's just like, oh, that's pretty impressive. I will help you through the whole rest of the course now. Hmm. And other times he's like, I'm just going to murder you. And sometimes you wake up and he's on your couch eating your potato chips. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So he's kind of just all over the place. He's 
He's very weird, very focused. Like, throughout the Chimera Ant arc, which is really long in this, like, huge world event that's happening, he knew, like, nothing of what happened. He was just, like, so focused on his goal with, like, other things that he didn't realize, like, anything was going on. He was like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, that was a thing. Oh, that's great. <laughs> He's pretty great. I like Ahsoka. Cool. All right. Well, my number three is um, Zoe Hange. That's Which, why you asked. Yeah. I want to figure out how to pronounce it right. It's a Attack on Titan character. Cool. So she is one of the, in the earlier part, she's one of the captains. And then later on becomes the commander of the scout um, detachment of the basic guards for the city. Mm. And lady. so the scouts are designed to basically go beyond the walls and try to retake land and just see what's out there. Yeah. And basically her thing is she loves Titans, mm. which is very weird for this world because everybody hates the Titans because the Titans eat people. Yeah. But she wants to figure out what makes them tick. Right. <laughs> I knew you were talking about this person who said eccentric and you said her name. I thought of a, a slap on Titan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And she's just, she's weird. Like every single time they capture Titans, like she just names them and starts treating them like pets and stuff like that. <laughs> and like, there's one time that they captured Titans and she started like getting attached to them and stuff. And like, she was torturing them, but also trying to figure out how they work and stuff. For science. Yeah. And then two people killed them. And like, she just broke down crying <laughs> when she found out. She's like, no. She's like the Rancor Keeper from episode six. Yeah. But it's just, she's weird too because like she has no understanding about people mm. like she's very that type of person so like one of the one the main character is like talking to himself in like a because he gets arrested one time yeah. he's talking to himself and before he knows it she's just like standing on the other side of the cell and is like what are you doing and like the other person's like trying to hide the fact that he was like giving away secrets or whatever yeah and he's like oh uh, he's going through puberty <laughs> she's like oh i didn't know that's what happened when you started talking to yourself <laughs> it's just like she's just oblivious to certain facts and like she's a very weird person because like she's very capable she's very smart yeah but like she has very weird social skills mm. so it just makes it a weird person to be in a very serious anime where people yeah. like people are dying all the time and like literally she's still serious even past the point where she like loses an eye to like one person and mm. like i don't know it's a cool character i've noticed a lot of scientists are just crazy people she sounds a lot yeah. like lloyd lloyd's kind of like that yeah yeah she can be serious but like a lot of times she's just kind of funny and yeah yeah she has a weird trust in people. That's what I was trying to figure mm. out. She has a weird trust in people. So. Okay. Like, she she trusts people weirdly, or no, people like, trust her weirdly? She trusts her people too easily. Yeah, oh, too easily. Okay. Like, a okay. very naive, yeah. in a way. Okay. Yeah. All right, Pyrolis, what's your number two? Isaac Hiro. Who's I mean, that? Issei Hiro. Oh, Issei Hiro. <laughs> Issei, oh, not okay. Isaac Hiro. I was like, who's Isaac? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> um dxd right yes okay yeah he's he's something of another i'm he's, not gonna get in this rant again it's weird because like he's not a douche but he's a pervert usually when someone's a pervert they're usually a douche but he's yeah just you're like, right he's a douche pervert he's not a douche though 
Yeah, he is. He's a pretty <laughs> nice guy. So the reason why he actually started being a pervert is because of this. When he was young, he got lost in a park, and an old man found him and like told him some stories, and that kind of started him on his uh, way to becoming a pervert. That is the most bull crap story <laughs> I've ever heard. That, that's, that's where his that, that's pervert the greatest origin came from. backstory. His ever. pervert origin was a get lost in in the park, and some old man came up and was like, "Hey kid, uh, what are the biggest boobs you think have ever been seen on a person?" Before? Oh jeez. <laughs> and it's like he's like eight or ten, maybe even wow, younger. That's, that's messed up. Freaking creepy. And it just like went from there. And it's like, well, he's a pervert now. Wow. No, that that poor Isaac, <laughs> poor Isaac indeed. But no, he's pretty um eccentric, as Boom has been made aware. Yeah, he uh screams randomly. He kind of reminds me of a pervert younger version of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I can see that. Like the hairstyle, the random yeah. yelling, the weird things that he calls things. Oh, the like, weird thought process. Yeah. Oh my god, he's just a Japanese Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's a pervert. Well, I mean, Nicolas Cage is... That's <laughs> true. He's pretty much perverted, so... But no, that, that, that's kind of what got me hooked in, because, like, Nicolas Cage is hilarious, and I found this, like, hey, alright, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's my number two. Not really much we can say about that, because we've yeah, talked we've about it all the time. About it so yeah. Much. Yeah. Well, I, plus, the further we go into it, the more I have to lean closer to say putting the explicit tag on the episode. Yeah, so. that too. Ow, I keep on kicking the table. Very cool. Well, my number two is... <laughs> <laughs> my number two is Roswald from ReZero. I thought about adding him, but I put him as an honorable mention instead. I love Roswald. He's amazing. He is pretty I, legit. I did this list pretty legit. Like, I didn't really take any characters that I, like, everybody knows I like and yeah. took them off. Like, I did, like, my actual favorites. Yeah. And Roswell, yeah, Roswell's amazing. Like, he's so good in season two. He's so weird and quirky and eccentric. I like Roswell. Roswell's pretty cool. Especially that one scene where uh, Subaru's taking a bath and he just, <laughs> he just there, walks up like, behind him. but yeah his like i love his like ridiculous speech pattern yeah most of his crazy like looks and stuff like are are just like it's just him yeah like he doesn't really have like a deep reason that he's so freaking weird that we know he kind of has a reason i mean being alive for a few thousand years kind of makes someone but i also just like that he's just freaking weird just to be freaking weird yeah do you want to hear a weird correlation so this is kind of a spoiler, but I, I saw this and it made me think of something. So you know Echidna, the first time she meets Subaru, she's kind of surprised because usually most people, the first time they meet her, throw up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what was one of the first times that she met um, Roswell? He threw up. Yeah. It's just kind of like one of those weird links I found. Dang, Subaru missed out on his first French kiss. <laughs> he did. Maybe that's just oh, how she that eats. Would be disgusting. <laughs> that might be how she eats. Like she can't get any nutrients, so it's like she meets someone for the first just time. Like you know? Everyone and kid. Maybe she has some curse that she's like yeah. you have to French kiss everyone that you see throw up in front of you. And that's why she became a witch. And then and she's just curse. like, oh gosh, not again. There's only one way to break the curse, and it's death. Yeah. Anyways, let's get that, away from that. That's my new fan fiction for the re- whole reason of Rezero. There we go. Just to explain away the kiss. I, I need to make yeah. a video about this. There you go. 
you can like add me in there it's like a yeah be careful you might get a copyright strike Nah, I'll be fine. I'll only just post the entire episode. Oh, that's fine. Full HD with audio. It'll be fine. But With a little uh, break, so in between. And then just put like 300 ads in it. Yeah. That'll work. I found somebody that's posting full episodes of Family Guy. Mm -hmm. And they'll have the first five minutes full screen. And then they'll do this weird like small box with a bunch of stuff around it like for the rest of the video. And then halfway through it, they'll cut to this. Uh, I am not kidding. Bollywood film <laughs> at a random scene with like no subtitles, just a random scene of a Bollywood film for about two minutes and then cut back to the episode. <laughs> or the randomly like zoom in, then zoom out, zoom yeah. in, zoom out. Like literally, That's I was hilarious. just watching this video because it was like one of those 3 a.m. watch things where yeah. you just click on it and you're yeah. just watching it. And I was just like, I kept on watching it because I was just like so confused. You just want to watch the Bollywood. Not really. I was just, I was confused. I was like, did, uh, did I, this video skip? Like, how yeah. far the YouTube yeah. rabbit hole did I go? They're just like, doing whatever they can to not get hit by the bots. But they tried, That's they funny. put the full episode of Family Guy. So it's like, why go through that? Get copyright by Bollywood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. So yeah, Roswell's great. He's a Chad. He's like, he goes through so much, and he's like has a crazy motivation and everything. That's really one of the Roswell. few characters where I hated him season one, yeah. and I liked him season two. And I called that you would like him. You're yeah. Like, no, I was like, yeah, you're going to like him after this episode. Yeah. Good yeah. thing we didn't bet money or anything. I wish we did. <laughs> you still wouldn't have got any. Yeah, I know, but it would have made me feel better knowing I won some sort of something. Oh, okay. So anyways, that's it for my number two. Nice. Uh, my number two is dr franks from darling in the franks cool yep so you guys have never seen the show right i know about it. it's the sex robots (laughs) (laughs) yes he's the one that makes these robots oh gosh (laughs) yeah so that automatically just makes him a that's why it's his favorite it's a gundam (laughs) it's the maker of the gundams and they're sex robots no so he they have a really weird explanation for why they have the robots like they are but Anyways, he's the maker of the robots. He's so in Darling in the Franks universe, humanity gains immortality. Yeah. So they can't die. Oh, okay. He's one of the few people that don't take the serum because he's afraid that he's going to lose his soul. So Mm. instead, in the far future where Darling in the Franks is set, they're fighting like this weird prehistoric like bug dinosaur race that lives underground. (laughs) Um, Turns out the reason they're fighting him is because he went underground and stole their queen. (laughs) Or not stole their queen, but took DNA from their queen to make a clone of the queen because he was in love with her type of thing. And it's been been a while since I watched this. But like so I'm kind of going off in memory, but I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. How did he collect DNA? Uh he got his arm bitten off by her. So why would they attack us? Just and then because, he used like, her because, saliva because he because we're kind of in a treaty mm. and he kind of broke the treaty oh. type of thing. So uh, yeah, so he makes a clone of her basically, <laughs> and then that's zero two, the big tall dinosaur pink haired girl. Yeah. Oh okay. Yep. And so yeah, and 
instead of like dying of old age, he just keeps on adding more mechanical parts to himself. So by the time he's like actually passes away in the anime, he's like the short little robot dude, basically. <laughs> That's that great. makes these giant robots and forces little kids to basically pilot them. He also genetically engineers all the little kids where they won't age. Because, mm-hmm. of course, they ha- got rid of like mortality mm, and stuff. Yeah. But then they also won't like hit puberty at all. He's just a pedophile. He's he's weird. He's freaking weird. And like his whole thing is, is he wants humanity to like become the best they can be by being children. Well, All the of... children are supposed to protect humanity because they're not even really considered a human because they're like got nanobots in them. And stuff. so he sends children to fight. It's very much kind of like Spartans from Halo where he just kind of changes them. So they're not really no longer human. Yeah, but the Spartan Halos, they didn't stop them from getting puberty. They just had to get them for puberty. So they accept the nanobots better. Well, yeah, but like they couldn't enter puberty because then their um neural links wouldn't activate. Well, yeah, but the they robots. didn't purposely do that. It's just something that happened. No, yeah, this man is purposely keeping them as children. That's right. kind of weird. Yeah, so that way their neural links will always work. Because as soon as they hit puberty, they're because the neural links work through emotion. Mm-hmm. So like if their emotions are off, they they won't be able to pilot the robot. Should have started out with that. Yeah. Mecha animes are so freaking. It is weird. weird. They take the they take like the Evangelion neural link thing, but then they take the this pacific rim like two pilot where they both have to be neuralink together but then like in this anime one has to be a guy one has to be a girl and they have to be in certain positions i just love the concept that this guy not only like creates the robots that they use to like fight, fight them but but make, also just starts started the war. the war just because because he wanted to make a dinosaur waifu clone. yeah yeah i feel like that's gonna be me in the future and, oh, like, but... that he actually, like, ventures down there to, like, steal DNA. Yeah. What a crap. Honestly, you could probably come up with a better way to do it. It's a very weird show. But, yeah, he's just, like, I was going through my list. I'm, like, I've never really talked about Darling in the Franks. Yeah. I feel like I should talk about Darling in the Franks more because it's such a weird show that people have to understand how weird this is. Like, there's... There's people that have an idea what this show is about, yeah. but never really seen it. Like all I've seen is zero two. Like that's yeah. the only thing I know. And then about there's the people show. that have watched this, and they're just like, "This is definitely one of the weirdest trigger animations yeah. ever." I've seen the sex robots and the love triangle. Yeah. But anyways, that's the number two. <laughs> nice. What's your? Do you want to go over honorable? Yeah, mentions? honorable mentions for yourself. Oh, my phone. Uh, and yeah, as long as we can do it kind of quickly because we're running out. Of no time, problem. So. Okay. Well, my number one, I have like nothing to say, so oh. let's go. My wow. uh, first honorable mentions is literally just Steinsgate. Just all Steinsgate. Just, just all Steinsgate. of the characters from Steinsgate. I kind of wanted to do that as well, but I was like, nah, that's too cheesy. And after that, it's uh, Yui from Angel Beats, the pink-haired girl that. Wanted to be the rock star after the one lady died. Oh, oh I, yeah. 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 I forgot yeah. about her. She's great. That's a she good one. Great. Yeah. After that, it's Juzo Suzuha from uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, yep. Okay. I'm kind of surprised he wasn't on higher on your list. He was probably afraid that you would have picked him. Kind of. Nah, so I, don't, I well. don't like him that much. No. But and then I got cool. L. Yeah. Because he's nice. pretty eccentric. Then Combat Agent 6 from... Um, combatants oh to yeah. yeah have you started watching the anime i want i'm waiting for more dubbed anime come out but i read the manga you're and... watching it dubbed yeah dude the sub is so good though yeah but the dub the little girl is the voice of the girl from tiny and the evil and i'm not passing that up. <laughs> oh yeah i could see that yeah okay um, that's great but no um he's really eccentric especially in the manga <laughs> like he does 
push-ups in the one in the princess's room. Yeah, uh, there's a one. He they got to the scene. You've read the manga, right? Yeah, I'm also, so they I'm got to the scene where they're trying to do like the uh, negotiation with the one kingdom mm. for water crystals. Oh, yeah. And then he does his famous party trick. <laughs> <laughs> Which for your knowledge, Weeze, yeah. is just unzipping his pants and uh, putting his junk on top of the dude's forehead. He put his penis on the top of the head of the king of this town because he was upset that the king made some sort of a gesture yeah. to one of his comrades. <laughs> so wow. he's like, zip. <laughs> he was just like, hold still for a second, look forward. I'm gonna like do a party trick of my people. <laughs> it was... gets a chair, stands behind him, and just does that. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was supposed just... to be a peaceful meeting to get water <laughs> crystals, and it ended up turning into a war. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out they see, they side with the demon <laughs> army is now gonna wipe out the kingdom. <laughs> Well, we've like all these char- like eccentric characters are just like ah, I'm gonna start a war, yeah, yeah, for no freaking reason. But I forgot about him. Like I didn't want to pick too new of anime, and I've only seen the anime, or else mm. I would have picked him as part of my list. He's great. I picked him because he's just like <sighs> great. He makes him me love. or Grim. Grim is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the manga, you're talking about his best friend, Grim, right? Yeah, the yeah. wheelchair lady. Oh, Grim. Oh, I thought you were talking about... So there's another combatant. Combatant uh, dis- number uh, like eight or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why they end up getting caught about... Because like, all the combatants... Because you get a lot of points for breaking in... Evil points, which is their currency there. Yeah. You get a lot of that for breaking in the princess's room. Yeah. He started by doing the sit-ups and push-ups and stuff. And then they started doing the uh, stripping Jenga and stuff. <laughs> this guy. Combatant number eight. They get caught and have to stop doing it because he takes a dump in her room. Oh, Jesus. That's just wrong. <laughs> like, she just wakes up. Tim squatted down. Like, what part of the manga is this? Because I've not gotten to any, like, Agent 8 or anything in the anime. It must be later on. It is. It's like chapter 50 or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't no, even. No, I don't even think. Probably they're in the twenties yet for the anime. So when you said Grim, I thought you were talking about him, but no, I, I remember no. Grim now. Yeah, yeah, the wheelchair lady. Yeah, so. that always dies and comes back. To life. Yeah, yeah, and hates married couples. <laughs> she hates couples in general, calls them normies. Yeah, I don't know the the one time where they're just running through and yeah. running them over and stuff. That's, That's great. great. But no, my number one, or should I? Should you guys do that? Do your number one. Okay, my number one was Isaac and Maria from Bacano. Ooh. Yes. I have no idea what I this anime is about. Really, so I can't say anything. really want to watch Bacano, dang. So, um, Bacano, it's based. Do you know what it's about, basically? Uh, it's kind of like a, a heist, like, thing, like a right? gangster. It's like a gangster, like, no, not really. Thing? Kind of, but know. no. So, um, Bacano is basically like a bunch of stories that are put together side by side, and you like keep on jumping through different time frames to continue different parts of the story. Um, Isaac and Miria are so dumbfoundedly lucky that like they so it starts out with them uh going to dig gold in the mountains mm-hmm. and as they're digging uh Miria's like hey isaac yes miria why are we digging for gold my dear aren't we in the wrong spot for that i don't know let's keep on digging and find out tomorrow <laughs> and like <laughs> that's how it starts out and like these people have accidentally robbed the mafia <laughs> like <laughs> Like, they, they plan on robbing the mafia. Like, ah, it's probably just some small family. So they end up, like, robbing the biggest family. 
have a lot of money and like no one has caught them because they wear like ridiculous costumes so people think that they're just uh people co- oh, basically goodness. acting actors oh, just okay. walking around yeah. so uh, but th- that's not their intention they're trying to like disguise themselves so they can be hidden for the pl- for the heist um this one time there's this girl who's like sitting on the balcony all depressed looking up wondering where uh brother is and you see this rope just being thrown she's a head not a head member but she's a family part of the a rich mafia family yeah but you see a grappling hook just like thrown up and hooks to her balcony and uh isaac with miriam mariana's bag just like crawls up there and looks her Shh. and they're both wearing uh native american style clothing <laughs> it's the middle of the night and they just get up there and they're like oh you look depressed what's wrong and she's like well i can't really uh i don't know where my brother's like oh well you see we we know that money makes people very unhappy and it looks like you've got a lot of money. We can solve your problem for you real quick. <laughs> and then they just like tiptoe into the house and like steal all their stuff. They walk back to the room like, there, this should take all your worries. And they just climb out. <laughs> oh and then in the morning, everyone's like panicking, like, who broke in? How did this happen? How did no one see this? Oh, I need amazing. to watch this show so badly. I I've like I've heard it. Because, like, it's from the same author as Dorara. Yeah. And I freaking love Dorara. And, like, everyone says Bacchano's better. Bacchano and I want to watch Bacchano's so, so good. Bad. That's so funny. Oh, that's great. They become immortal, but don't realize they're immortal. <laughs> like, there's this part where, like, Isaac's fingers fly off. Uh-huh. And they come back and it's like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's uh... great. I love it. That's so amazing. Isaac and Mary are my favorite, most favorite eccentric characters. It makes me really want to watch this anime. It is now. really that, good. That's I, great. I can download it for you guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We're going to have to do a watch party. Yeah. Right now, my brother's got it downloaded because we were watching it yeah. over Thursdays when I go over there. So How long is it? It's 13 episodes. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we're watching it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's yours? We, we have to choose a day some week to watch it. Heck um. Yeah. Let's see. I've got so my honorable mentions. I have Shinobu from Demon Slayer, but I don't think she's eccentric enough. Like she is weird with like her butterfly thing, but it's not like super super weird. Yeah. I guess like her creep. The the thing I love the most about her eccentricness is just like how she jump scares demons and then like poisons them and threatens them to like murder them yeah. and stuff. That's more because she just rage she's just yeah rage but she's just so creepy with how she does it because she's like so calm with her rage where she's just like hey i'm just gonna cut you open until you like feel the pain of all the people that you killed and then we can be friends (laughs) so she's just like really creepy and i love shinobu next we have uh komugi who is a professional like it's basically chess it's like a game similar to chess and she's in Hunter Hunter, and she is just like the greatest player ever. And whenever she like plays in a tournament, she stakes her life on it so that she will kill herself if she loses. And she has never lost, and never loses until the end of the show. And then she loses. Nope, she still never loses. Wow, she wins every single game, which is is kind of a spoiler. That's but cool. She, she's freaking weird. She's like she's blind. So when they play the game, they you have to like tell her every move that you make, and then she like gets better and better and better as as it goes on. Really sweet character with like everything that happens. What if you just like move your knight and like oh yeah I moved my pawn, <laughs> then 
You're uh, cheating. You're cheating. How's it cheating? She's blind. You. Oh, uh, because you're giving misinformation. That's it's, not cheating. It's though. the same thing as like in Magic: The Gathering. Because if you give misinformation, mm. then you are misrepresenting the board state, and then you could be disqualified. Uh, what if you just don't say anything? You can technically do that, but it's dishonoring your opponent. What if I, I a, mean, she could like touch the entire board. Yeah. What if it's a blind person against a deaf person? <laughs> uh, that sounds. That's difficult. the worst sports coverage ever. <laughs> I want to watch it. But anyways, yeah, she she's interesting. She there's not a ton to her, but I do like her a lot. Um, we have Koro Sensei as an honorable mention. Oh yeah, for sure. Because he's great. He's like super weird and just like all the things that he does and how he acts i forget i watch that anime sometimes. i know me too it's like i remember not liking it much but it is pretty good it is good some <laughs> of the parts are good it was it was a little too long for me but it was really good and koro sensei really made the show amazing yeah um then we have misa 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 mane from death note she's eccentric in her like weird I would, goth I could say that, yeah. stuff yeah her i just pictured her, her is her, more like a yandere her obsession for uh She's not really young, right? More just a dairy. Yeah. And then I have um Dekim from um I didn't really uh, think he was eccentric. Death Parade. Yeah, I didn't really view him as eccentric though. Yeah. Because I was thinking of it, but I wasn't too sure because I would really... picture more of the I... god character. Yeah, I guess he's kind of I don't know. I guess in the world he's kind of eccentric because yeah. he's the only character with like human emotions. But he doesn't That's really true. act that he act eccentric, he acts like normal. I guess so. Besides for his weird puppets. But everyone there yeah, has... Yeah, he's got some, his weird puppet But thing. everyone there has something weird. For example, the fire guy with those... Uh, not the fire guy, but the one guy with the orange hair with his stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, even the one lady... Tanya, All the characters are eccentric. Yeah, everyone has their own hobby, so that yeah. way they don't like get mind-numbingly dumb just living forever. That's true. So anyways, that was my honorable mentions list. My number one is L because he's a super eccentric and that's one of the reasons I like him so much is just because of his weird mannerisms and like eating stuff all the time. Yeah. I can honestly say that's the most boring number one ever. Exactly. That's why I didn't really have anything to say about it and went over my honorable mentions more. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't really L. think about cool. L, but yeah, I agree. Like his whole just like sitting weird and like eating his things all the time and oh yeah like, Here, like he just strawberry. has a very like weird personality and stuff for his very weird job he also has a weird like thought process where he just he's just solving these cases because it's interesting not yeah. because he really cares wouldn't mogi be more eccentric he kind of put a strawberry in his pocket <laughs> mogi doesn't have much of a character though. <laughs> yeah. he has, I, he's yeah. more of a background character yeah. he still put a strawberry in his he pocket. did yeah. put a strawberry in his pocket but l is the one who gave him the strawberry indeed and told true. him that he should keep the secret if i gave if yeah. he gave him a strawberry, strawberry. yeah so. pocket it goes <laughs> yep that's it for me cool well, I have no honorable mentions because <gasps> I actually thought pretty hard about all my characters nice. and didn't really just have an overflow of them. Um, I don't really, I don't know, I don't really think of eccentric characters when I look at anime characters I like. Yeah. Because usually I like characters on different on different aspects than just how weird they are. Yeah. Does it have red hair? No? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so my number one is um, Arthur Boyle from fire force 
Okay. Boyle, that's an interesting name for a show called Fire Force. <laughs> yeah, right? So basically what he is, is he's a third generation pyromancer, which means he can create his own flame and control the flame. Right? Yeah. yeah. And the way he does that is he basically superheats flame to the pl- to the point of becoming plasma. Yeah, that's why it's Boyle. Ooh. And basically makes it come out as a blade from basically a metal hilt that has... This is what I got when I Googled it, just letting you know. Boiled cider donuts? Yeah. Put in fire force. So he 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 makes a lightsaber. He makes Excalibur. He actually named his sword Excalibur because oh, cool. he thinks he is the reincarnation of Sir Arthur the King. <laughs> and he cannot be de- he cannot be not denied otherwise. His whole thought process is about be becoming the king. Wow. Yes. I like the But yet, he he's him. also a knight. He's the Knight King, Sir Arthur. <laughs> and basically, so po- his powers get stronger mm-hmm. the more in his delusion he actually gets. So, like, there's one time where they're fighting a really powerful character and, like, he's losing, right? And he yeah. starts, like, getting broken out of his illusion and stuff that he's the Night King. So, they give him this wooden horse. So, you, like, <laughs> you remember those old, like, yeah. wooden horses on the stick? Yeah. They give him one of those, <laughs> but it's not even a horse, it's a donkey head. <laughs> he's like, this is your mighty steed. Go out and fight the enemy with your mighty steed. He thinks he's riding a horse <laughs> out into battle and it makes him become powerful enough to be able to beat the dude. <laughs> He just got Chinebio, like, no tomorrow. (laughs) It's amazing. And then, so he, like, refers to every other person of his member, of his team, as, like, different fantasy characters. Mm. So he thinks, like, the main character's a devil, because, like, everybody calls him a devil and he has the devil smile. Mm. Well, there's this other lady that is, like, super strong. She's, like, a super muscular lady. And she's really more like a witch, but but he always calls her an ogre. Mm-hmm. And she always gets super mad about that and just like beats the crap out of him. Because <laughs> like he'll always insult her. Because yeah. like whenever she does something cool or strong, she he's just like, oh, and there goes the ogre doing the mighty stuff again. And she just like beats the crap out of him. <laughs> and then the final part about what makes him weird is he learned pi. The number sequence of pi, yeah. as far as you can go. Yeah. And mind you, this is the most stupid character ever. <laughs> He forgets things, and the only thing he cares about is his fantasy of becoming Night King. But he learned Pi through linking it to the tales of Sir Arthur <laughs> the King. Literally. Like, he linked all the numerics of Pi to the fairy tales of Sir Arthur. That's great. Yeah. Wow. It's just like, so, like, these two really smart scientist people are trying to figure out this number sequence in, like, this old, like, ruins and stuff. Yeah. He's just like, oh, that's Pi. And they're like, how do you know what pie is? And he's just like, you know, because the old t- the old tales of knights and kings is like, that has nothing to do with pie. <laughs> but he's an amazing, amazing character. And like, there's this one time where they have to like activate this EMP to mm-hmm. like shut down one of the people's like powers, which is electromagnetism. Yeah. And like, they get him to stick his sword to generate the EMP into like, because the EMP is in like this truck. Mm-hmm. So they get him to stick his sword into the truck to activate the EMP by convincing him that it's a giant world-eating snake. And he's sticking his sword into the truck to kill the snake as the as the snake is running away when really it's just a truck driving away from all the bad people, like throwing <laughs> like fireballs and stuff at him. That's great. Just like it's amazing character. But yeah, that's my number one. Nice. Alright, that's a nice number one. 
And yeah, with that, I think that will wrap this podcast episode up. Um, do you guys got anything? No. Anything at all? I think that's it. Stuff. Stuff. What type of stuff? Oh, you said anything, so it says stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we got no stuff left. Stuffed crust. Stuffed crust. Stuffed crust. Stuffed crust sounds good. It does sound good. Yeah. But anyways, um, I appreciate you listening to this podcast episode. Um, if you would be so kind, give us a like and not a like. You can't like on any podcast. No. Thing, can you? No. Give us a subscription or a follow on whatever you're listening on, as well as eventually when this is on YouTube, if you'd give us a like and a subscribe, that would be great. Yeesh. As well as maybe comment in the comment section below what your favorite eccentric character is. That would be That'd very be cool. fun. Yeah. As well as anybody that's listening on iTunes, if you'd be able to give us a five-star rating or a one-star rating, whatever. I don't care. Just rate us. As well as just give us a review. That'd be great as well. Go yell at us at Twitter at TalkBucket. Yeah. You can yell at us or talk to us. I like to talk. I don't really like to yell. I like being yelled at and being like, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can give us a shout out at TalkBaka. As well as you can find where you want to listen to this podcast at anchor.fm forward slash talk. You can also just Google Baka Talk now. That's great. Yeah, I do that once in a while. I just like look at all the <laughs> yeah. things around. I'm just like, yeah, this is the lie. Yeah. This is me. <laughs> search up Baka Talk in there. Hopefully one day we can just search up Baka and we'll be there. I want to look up Baka Talk one day and there would be a Wikipedia page. That is my ultimate goal is just to have some weird Wikipedia page about the podcast. I know we're doing this weekend, Weez. We're making up our own lore. <laughs> Cornelius Bivouac Weez from the depths of hell. We've already made up so much lore throughout this entire podcast. That is right. Thing. As well as you want, if you want to give us an email, you can email us at askbakotalk at gmail.com. And yeah, with that, I think that's about everything. If you are for some reason the CEO of Dr. Pepper, please sponsor us. That would be great. Or anything that has to do with anime. I that just would want be amazing Dr. as well. I'm okay with it, as long as Dr. Pepper. Yeah. So, um, Pyrolus, where can they find you? At Pyrolus 2. Yeah, on Twitter. Twitter. There's a Pyrolus 1 and a Pyrolus. Is there a Pyrolus 1? They won't let me take it, so I huh, assume. That's weird. Find them and get them for me. <laughs> Wait <laughs> a second. No, don't call violence. In a non-violent way, like give them a hug or something. There you go. Gently you pushing it. them into a soft pillow bed <laughs> of fiery kittens. <laughs> okay. How about you, uh, Weez? What you got? Um, you can check me out at KVW Author on Twitter. I put out a tweet I was actually proud of. That was actually kind of funny tweet. I, I actually liked it. I thank you. Anyone see my tweet about penguins? Yeah, I was. I did. It, it, out about it. it was. Plus, less you funny added Dave. Tweet. Not Dave. Um. Dave Ramsey. No, Gordon Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey. Yeah, I wanted him to give me some recipes. He didn't give me any recipes. I was afraid he was going to like call the police on you, so I didn't like like it. Oh, you should like it. I didn't want to be linked to you. <laughs> you said he found it funny? Yeah, it, it was funny. It wasn't as funny as my tweet, but it, it was funny. I haven't seen your so, tweet So, So definitely follow me at yes. KBW. For Authing. all the awesome tweets. Yeah, for the one awesome tweet that I made okay where can they find you on youtube uh you can find me on youtube at kbw just kbw i am the icon with the anime character. dude with the lightsaber yeah yeah yep you awesome can, videos you can check out my videos i'm going over hunter hunter right now so you can 
check out all my thoughts on Hunter Hunter. I don't know if I should watch those or not. Uh, not if you're going to watch the show. I, I have to spoil like everything. Okay, then I won't watch them. I mean, yet. you can watch it afterwards and then be like, oh, that's your favorite character, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My favorite girl, uh, favorite character was the cat girl. Uh, no, she's one of my favorite characters. Oh, okay. My favorite characters like change because there's like so many new characters, and I, oh. I go over like my favorite character of the arc and or just overall. Oh, uh, nice. I like the hunter with the scope over the hunter with the iron sights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Bad joke over. Any anything else? I think that's it. All right. Cool. And then if you for some weird reason actually want to get in contact with me, you can do that by um following me at sirboom nine. As well as if you really, really like my voice for one weird reason or another, you can find me on another podcast called Look Behind You. Nothing there. Um, that podcast is about the paranormal, the supernatural, and basically everything between. Uh, we talked about things like shadow people, um, black dogs, um, wendigos, stuff like that. The dog man. The dog man. And you have a wolf on your podcast. We do have a wolf, and I have a cat. And a ramen cat. Some people could say I'm in the farmhouse. You, you've got like a furry entourage with you. Kind of <laughs> creepy. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so nice. yeah, that's another podcast you can listen to me on. And yeah, with that, I think that's about everything. So yeah, I hope you all have a great rest of your week until you listen to us again and we'll see you all later thanks for consuming jam meow see ya